sometimes when I, I'm kind of weird, again, figured that out yet, but uh, sometimes when I say that I'm a Christian, I get that song in my head, uh, you know, from when I was younger, you know, the I'm a pepper song, I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper, we're a pepper, wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Do you, do you get strange things like that pop in your head? You know, I'm a Christian, he's a Christian, she's a Christian, we're a Christian. No, none of you, no. Shaking your heads at me. My purpose today in this, the way things are, the way things could be style of preaching today is to define who is a Christian. It's to define what a Christian is not. And it's to define what a Christian does. There are those who have followed Christ. Those of us who have followed Christ, we're called called Christians, as it says in Acts chapter 11, verse 26. Salvation comes through no one else but Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. To become a Christian, if you're a Christian, you heard God's Word, you read His Word for yourself, and you understood. Romans 10, 17. You understood what, it, what God wanted you to do. You believed in God's Word. You believed... In His plan. You believed in in His Son. You understood that God's Son was was God. God in the flesh. God that came and and walked among us for a little while. Who who died for for each and every one of us. John 8, 24. You understood that. And you were afraid. There was some fear attached to it. I'm, I'm sure there was for me. You were afraid. It's a healthy fear, not, not an unhealthy fear, a healthy fear in awe, really, in awe of who God was and how you knew you were not right with the one and true God and that you needed to be right with the one and true God to know that if you didn't obey Him, you were going to go to hell. You had too much sin on you and you didn't want to die outside His love, so... Acts chapter 2, verse 38, you obeyed the command to repent of your sins. And as commanded, you confess the name of Jesus Christ before others. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. And you were baptized into Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 2, verse 38, for the remission of your sins, for the forgiveness of your sins. And the Lord, Acts chapter 2, verse 47, added you to His church. You became a Christian, like we said, Acts chapter 11, verse 26. A child of God, Romans chapter 8, verse 17. Heirs of the promise, God's hope became your hope. God's work became your work. You are unique. So many today have a problem with authority. So many are willing to believe anything and then turn on a dime and believe something else. And at the same time, want you to stay where you are. The futility of man in today's time. But a Christian is a new creature. 
want to talk about that final step. What are you now? Christian is a new creature. John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5. So many in the world today want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. They, even, they may even call themselves Christians, but like Cornelius, we who are Christians obeyed the words told us by which we were saved. Acts chapter 11, verse 14. And we became a part, a, a member, a vital organ in the body of Christ, of which there are many members of this one body. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 20. The world continues to grab onto any religious straw. As they always have done. Acts chapter 17 verse 32. And they continue to rally around false, even unknown gods. But as a Christian, we live by a new standard. James chapter 1 verse 25. We look into the perfect law of liberty and continue. We are not forgetful hearers of the word, but we are doers of the work of God. The world it is, is a citizen of just one place where they live. And, they, and the world lives in the dark. And, and the dark just, just can't comprehend the light where they live. They live in the here and now, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12. They are without Christ, aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants and promises The world without God has no hope. But as Christians, we are dual citizens. We're dual citizens. We we must live in this world, but, but God, Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, He delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love in whom we have redemption through His blood the forgiveness of sins. The world is dead. The world is dead. It's lifeless. It's dried up. It's ready to be burned. But, but, we as Christians, we are the branch. We are a branch in a living vine. As Jesus taught in John chapter 15 verse 5. The world enjoys the same old playgrounds, the same old playmates. Even... Those who say they are Christians, a lot of times they reach back into the Old Testament that was nailed to the cross, Colossians chapter 2 verse 12, and they try to bind an inferior life on on the Christian. But those of us in Christ, those of us in Jesus, we as Christians, we enjoy a new fellowship, 1 John chapter 1. Verses 3 through, seven, 3 through 7. The fellowship that we have with each other and that we also have in Jesus Christ. In Him, our joy is full. In Him, we live in the light where there is no darkness. 
Because as Christians, we walk in the light as He is in the light and we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Christ cleanses us from all sin. This world we live in has no hope outside Jesus. But the final trumpet has not sounded yet. And there is still time for those outside of Christ to obey. As Christians, we have hope. We have hope for a reward. We are gently told by Jesus in John chapter 14, verse 1, to not let our hearts be troubled. We believe in God. We believe in Jesus. God has many rooms in His house. Jesus went there to prepare a place for us. We have that hope. 1 John chapter 3, verses 1-3. through 3, We have that hope that Jesus Christ is coming back after us and that if we have that hope, everyone who has this hope, we purify ourselves just as He is pure. So many in this world just don't have that hope. So many in this world just will not, will not believe, much less obey. They won't believe that, that God is going to do what He says He's going to do. Some have just gotten wet. Some have just gotten wet in the waters of baptism, never really understanding, never really believing, never really repenting, never really confessing, just really giving lip service. But we who are Christians, we have added, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 5, to our faith, we've added goodness. We've added goodness. As a Christian, we truly care for the lost. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. As a Christian, we, Matthew chapter 25, verse 35, we give food to the hungry. We give drink to the thirsty. We give a place for strangers. We clothe the naked. We visit the sick. We go into those in prisons and we practice pure religion. We visit the the, the widows and, and the orphans in their distress James chapter 1, verse 27. We only think, as Christians, we only think good things. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. And we do good unto all men, especially those who are other Christians. Galatians chapter 6, verse 10. We, as Christians, have added to this, this faith. We've, we've added to this faith goodness, and to this goodness we've added knowledge. As Christians, we respect and we study God's Word. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. We, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 10, find out what is acceptable and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather we expose them as Christians. We add to this ever-increasing knowledge, we add self-control. At one time, some of us, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9, at one time, some of us were, were fornicators. At one time, some of us were idolaters, we were adulterers, 
of homosexuals, sodomites, thieves. Some of us were covetous. Some of us were drunkards. People of the world and consumed by the things of the world. That's the way we were. But we were washed. We were sanctified. We were justified in the name of Jesus Christ. We are Christians. And add to this self-control perseverance. We pray without ceasing. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 And live godly lives. We as Christians, we recognize that we are lights in the world of darkness. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. So we control our tongue, don't we? James chapter 3, verses 5 through 8. We present our bodies as living sacrifices, don't we? Romans chapter 12, verse 2. We worship in spirit and in truth. John chapter 4, verse 24. We live godly lives and we would never dream of forsaking the assembly of ourselves together, would we? Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. Because we know the time is short. We know the time is short and a, and a tree is known by its fruit. Matthew 12, verse 33. We show brotherly kindness. If a sinner's in the way, we will stop and pick him up. Right? It's what we do as Christians. With gentleness, we help to restore our brothers and our sisters who have fallen by the wayside. Who have been overtaken by the evil one. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. We confess our sins to each other. James chapter 5 verse 16. That's what we do as Christians. We pray for each other and know that our righteous prayers produce much good. We love it. James chapter 5 verse 20. When we can help save a soul from death and cover over a multitude of sins. We love it when we can do that. And we add to all of our faith and our goodness and our knowledge and our self-control. And we add to all our self-control and perseverance and godliness and brotherly kindness. We add to all of this, we add love. We as Christians love God. And we obey Him. John chapter 14 verse 15. We prove our love by our obedience. Knowing, John chapter 14 verse 23, that God will love us and He will make, our home, make a home with us. He and Christ. They'll be in us and remain in us. As Christians, we practice righteousness and, and we love each other, don't we? We would never do anything to harm another brother or another sister. 1 John chapter 3, verses 10-15. through 15. Not like Cain. Not, we're not like Cain who, who was of the devil and he killed his brother. We're not like Cain. But we know we have passed from death to life because we love each other. And Jesus loved us and he, he laid down his life for us. And that's our example. That's our example as Christians. 
And as Christians, that's what we do for our brethren. We lay down our lives for each other. We would never forsake our brother or our sister. We would never let them down. It's a joy to know. It's calming. It's calming to understand. Pleasing. It's pleasing to be a part of the body. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. A citizen of the kingdom. Colossians chapter 1, verse 10. A child of the family. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14. It's, it's calming to know that. It's pleasing to know that. It's a joy to understand that, isn't it? So many of us do not realize that as a Christian, we are a child of God. Or we forget. But 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we would be called children of God. Do you get that, church? You're a child of the Most High. So many of us, we don't realize that in Christ we are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become, become new. So many Christians have forgotten that we're not our own. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. We're not our own. We were bought with a price. The blood of Jesus Christ. So many Christians have stopped putting God first. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. So many Christians have stopped making going to heaven their primary concern. The primary concern for themselves, the primary concern for their family, the primary concern for their friends, the primary concern for their community. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, If you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Remember, verse 3, You died. You died. And your life is hidden with Jesus Christ. And our hope, verse 4, when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with Him in glory. You must make going to heaven your primary concern. You must. You must realize you are not your own. You must realize that you are a new creation. You must realize that you are a child of God. I'm a Christian. He's a Christian. She's a Christian. We're a Christian. Wouldn't you like to be a Christian too? If you'd like to be a Christian, 
this afternoon. We'd love to baptize you into Jesus Christ. Won't you come right now?